Welcome back to another edition of the Return the Picks podcast where I am shattered. I'm not going to lie, I'm absolutely shattered doing this tonight. Uh, we rambled all over the place. Dave had to deal with dogs during the podcast. Jazz had to deal with both of us during the podcast. <laughs> Just getting misquoted horrifically yet again. What? I can't remember which was the misquote. Well, I told you about last week and the Bengals and game plans and you kept saying that when it was 7 nothing. I said, no, no. Oh, you throw the... It's when we threw the pick yeah, and it was 10-0 yeah, and then we didn't do anything. 7 nothing down, you got to throw the ball every single play. 7 nothing. throw the it's ball. I said. Give up the wrong game. Naji Harris is the best player we've got. It. Just throw it. Just throw it. Keep throwing. Ben Rossberg is the best. It. Yeah. Get, him, get him hands on the ball. Hmm. 7 nothing down. I remember that. I did say he should get hands on Naji Harris's... No, yeah, stop saying no, that no. now. No. Well, that that would be, be a very Ben Rosslifberger thing to a, do. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit bad. Considering his misdemeanors back in the day. Uh, alleged yeah. misdemeanors. Let's alleged, add that in there, please. Alleged misdemeanors. That was fun on JRVP this week. Talking about bringing up, they brought up all that again. That was quite funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to add before we get into it? Well, Dave won this week. So Dave won. First winner this season. On a two team, two really count, but you know it does count, and I'm taking it. I'm no, stacking th- it isn't all the way to the, the bank. Isn't the two team bet just you earning pride back rather than like oh, slowly no. but surely? Oh, it's magic, you know. Never believe is not though. Tell you what, give me some applause for your bet. Your... Not really. I, know, I was, applause, I was one that, team away last deliberate? week from getting it as well. <laughs> I would have loved it. I would have loved it if the Jets had had covered that spread. And we've been sitting here today. We're both winners. I'd be like, oh, so you won two team day. I got 16. I'm pretty happy that I did win, though, because you jackals were circling me on the pod last week. I was waiting for the the intro. And I I purposely listened back to the intro. (laughs) I don't normally listen back because it's hard enough listening to you guys once, let alone listening back to the podcast. But I knew that I'd get some attacks on the pod when I turned my back. And I won. So fuck you, Jazz. And fuck you, Ollie. Is this You're the welcome. kind of stuff that we're going to use for the national radio bit that we do? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's up to you, producer. Yeah. Produce that shit. It's after the watershed, so what the fuck are they going to do about it? Yeah, that's true. Something. I'd like to go to Producing... the US this year with them, though. That would be the nice thing. <laughs> like... Yeah, that's true. Producing uh... in assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I want Matt Stafford to fail. Yeah. Got it, Dave. Yeah. Got it. Um, yeah, congratulations on your bets. How does it feel to be a winner? Is that, is that the first one you've won altogether? The whole time no. we've been doing this? No, I had one the first season we did. Right. And that was like, that was a low one. But I think Obviously. it was like 20, maybe 18 to 1, something like that. Yeah. We'd have to rewind the tapes, but I've had one before. I think in total we've had less than five as a group. <laughs> I think uh, we've only had yeah. in sixteen bets. I think we may have only had two. Yeah, on the six teams, I I won one for sure. I haven't won one. No, oh, there we go. Yeah, so that's, that's it. So we've had the wildcard weekend. Like I said I've won two years in a row on wildcard weekend. So that's an extra two. We are not good at this. I mean, it is wow. difficult to call these. You're going to see. Games. You're going to see me heat up. You know, I'm going to get this. I'm oh, you're on a heater. I'm going to get <laughs> He's this on a heater. 
and then I'm gonna get I'm gonna get four. Are you are you the Detroit Lions of, of betting? Climbing you, out. <laughs> you're really bad at it, and then you had one tiny victory. It gets carried away somehow, and now everybody's thinking that, that you're going to heat celebrating up. Celebrating like that they had won the Super Bowl. So embarrassing! Funny. It's so embarrassing. It was man. embarrassing. Yeah, absolute disgrace. The I liked I liked <laughs> how every NFL journalist got really into retweeting Jared Goff's girlfriend. Did you see that? No. no. So Jared Goff's girlfriend is on a Sports Illustrated swimsuit. Whoa. Uh, shoot while the game's going on she's somewhere in like hawaii or something like that so she's there in just a bikini massive boobs all that kind of stuff like and somebody's filming it obviously while it's going on and they're like oh by the way the game's over they won she's like what oh my god they won oh my god and then like somebody shows her the footage and all that but it's basically half of the video is her just leaning forward looking over at somebody else's phone but she's leading forward towards <laughs> the camera. And all these Boobs. NFL journalists, including like Greg Rosenthal and stuff, were just like, oh my God, isn't this amazing to see? <laughs> I can't like, tell if yeah. they're being like tongue There's in cheek or if they're just using it as, yeah. Yeah, it was if very you, much on, like... On, I don't know how much you guys go on Reddit, but on Reddit, anytime there's a video where there's like boobs on show, no matter the context, the, the most like upvoted comment below will be, I'm here because of boobs <laughs> and it will get like 5,000 likes or something. It's really funny. Very Some of the smart. videos are just not like about boobs or like not sexual at all, but it's just like, Oh yeah. Boobs. <laughs> Excellent. Cause of the boobs jazz. We all have boobs here. Cause of the boobs. Over the middle. Picked off. Blitz coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again. And it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore. Down on the right sideline. Into the end zone and he's picked off. Back the other way. Yeah, Dave wasn't tipping interceptions. To Brutal. You do not get to say that to me, Jazz, you <laughs> fat piece of shit. We're leaving this in because I know PT listens to these and he's going to absolutely Fuck love that you. so much. <laughs> PT, can say, PT can say it to me. Anybody who played Tyrannai can say it to me. You don't get to say shit to me. Hey, I just know you lost in the game. <laughs> Partly, yes. I mean, it sounds like you'd lost the game completely. <laughs> it wasn't great. <laughs> not your finest moment, shall we say. No. No. Ironically, it kind of was as well, though. I mean, <laughs> that, was about as, that was about as well as that defense, and we'd played for a large part of that season. Oh. <laughs> that was without a doubt. It was our savage because I actually had. played well for like two thirds of that game. But it's like you know, when you play corner and you get beaten deep, it doesn't matter about the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you get beaten deep, it's okay. I think if you tip the ball into someone else's hands, that was where it. Gets. But beaten deep. I'm just, I'm, just, down, I'm just trying to poke you and see, just see how right. far it goes. Yeah. So, right, Jazz, there's a guy on our team who was who did have a nickname and then he got a new nickname because he was called Toast because when he moved to safety, he was always getting beaten. So Granny became oh. Toast. As oh, in yeah. like, oh, something's burning. Something, oh, it's Toast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. That's not, not a nickname you want. No. But yeah, fun to get people 
<laughs> on the radio. So that's what I mean. I was like, well, it's worked out okay so far. Let's just get us on national radio at some point. That would be fun. Hey, that would yeah. be fun. Well, like I said, you know, I reckon we record something as we would normally and just go Maybe into Maybe do a bit, bit more, more research into it and then do yeah, some yeah. research. And then if you want Let's to Let's record it, then how we don't it. normally do it. That would be better, actually. Let's do it not how we normally do it. Let's do... Let's do well, it good. No, I think yeah. we just do it as normally do it. Just have a bit more facts behind us. Let's do it gooder. So you're saying facts, no feelings. Okay. No, all feelings, we're going, but we're going reverse, facts. reverse flagrant to facts, no feelings, as opposed to mm. feelings, no facts that they do. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a divisional game for my team. So like coming in I, real uh, fired up. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be like, you know, unfeeling about it. I, yeah. Fair. Especially the Saints don't like them. It's a shame it's a dead rubber, really, as well. Well, when I spoke to trash, when I spoke to Graves, he was like, "Oh, because I didn't even know what it was until I was just driving home today and had him on the car phone." And he was like, "What's the game?" And I was like, oh, "I can't even. Remember. I don't know off the top of my head. I haven't looked after ahead of this coming Saturday yet." And uh, he was like, "Oh, it's a banger! It's Saints against Tampa Bay." <laughs> I was like, "Great! So it's like the rock or hard place of which crap quarterback do you want?" Should have been a good leading game, the like... Saints offense. Like it's yeah, insane that you want Jameis Winston to be yeah. playing in a game. Mm. Well, he's out for the season, isn't he? So it's it's taste yeah, of fucking Trevor Simeon. But that's what I mean. Like I would give anything for Jameis Winston to be quarterbacking oh, yeah. in that game just to make it semi-interesting at this point. Yeah. But... Hey, save it for the uh, next the week radio pod. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you? Yeah, want... talk, I'm recording by the way. Things. Do you want a clap? No, don't worry about it. I'm. I've recorded all of this already. We'll just. Let it ride. Let it ride, Dave. Let it Go ride. Soon. Uh, so Sweet. I can't wait for the... I'm just looking. I haven't even looked at the games for this week, Jazz. But I'm seeing you're in Thursday Night Football. We and are. It's, and it's the... And I'm taking the curse on again. Oh, well, obviously no, you Jazz. are because you hate Kirk Cousins. <laughs> and the Steelers are underdog. So you're going to pick yeah. them for the odds as well. Yeah, I know. I wanted to, right? If that game was on the Sunday, I definitely would have included it. That's why because I thought I think... well, I'm just going to go for it anyway. Because if it was like you said, if it was on the Sunday, I'm going to go I know, for it anyway. No, but I just so... don't want to wake up on Friday anymore without my bet still possible. It really crushes me. Hey, well, you're a winner though, like aren't you, Dave? Yeah, you're, you're currently the only winner. <laughs> Jazz so in. this week we have a three-team bet from Dave as opposed to the two-team from last week. I yeah. don't know. Let's I kind of how I many kind weeks of... this day is going up. Don't how you, you think that... knowledge? Do you want to jump on this uh, train? No, not at all. Not at all. Because I, I know, no. you know, Jazz is not welcome, but you can, yeah, anytime. I went you five start... and one last week. It wasn't those stupid Eagles. I kind of think that you should have to go back to six once you win and then work your way down. It's like snakes and ladders. You go all the way up, but then you come all the oh, way no, I quite like the having to go up one by one. Oh, so you want to see well, him. If, if I, go, I want to if see I... where he hovers. It's like Ascension Pong, I guess. Like you go up a step and then you miss yeah. and you go straight back down again. Yeah. But I was seeing it as more like if I got to one and lost, then maybe I would just go back up to six. I don't know. No, I think no. I one back you get one right. No, you should <laughs> yeah, you should have to have a week where you're not allowed to bet. <laughs> no betting week for Dave. Yeah. What a just, bye week. Yeah. yeah. You're just, you, you have to have a bye week. Enforced yeah. bye. You're suspended. Suspension. Oh. You brought the league into disrepute. You're suspended. <laughs> And then if I you do, do it again, actually... you get suspended for two games because that's now two times that you'd have failed. Yeah. But like we said, if you had one in one team to bet with or bet on or one thing to bet, you had to make sure it's above even. So you'd have to take higher than the spread anyway. 
So that when you get to one thing, it might be more difficult than having to take the agreed lines already. Yeah, because you've got to take an underdog every single you've time got to take and hope an that you pick you've got that to underdog. Take, instead of it's like, if it's like a plus three line, you've got to take a... Or minus three line, sorry. You've got to take a minus five or a minus six. So I think one might be more difficult. Well, you know, maybe we but won't find maybe, out. Maybe we'll find out this year. Maybe we won't. We'll see. I was no. just I was trying to think even who the Steelers played last week, and of course you beat trash Ravens. What are you doing? Well, Lamar, yeah, Lamar I mean, Jackson's so overrated at this point. I wouldn't say that. He just didn't throw the ball very well to Mark Andrews, and unfortunately for him, that's what will be remembered from that game, aside from TJ Watt's stellar three-and-a-half sack performance. Um, but realistically speaking, I actually really rate what Jim Harbaugh did. John Harbaugh did, sorry. John, not Jim. Jim's, the Jim's doing a great job as well at Michigan, to be honest. Yeah, I'm Frank sure he two is. In the country, um, so. so John Harbaugh did it with going for two points because he said after the game, well, our corners were all injured and out. So there was no one was going to stop anything. So we either go for it there and we kill the game off and that's it, or we lose. And it's you roll the dice. And in fairness, they really should have won because Mark Andrews was wide open running into the end zone. He just had to have the ball thrown just a little bit less, a little bit less. And he just waltzes in for the two points and wins the game. It's easy to kill a player for one play, but that interception that he threw. That I saw. Oh, I thought you were talking about your interception in when you're in uni there. Because you went earlier, you talked about when you were playing corner and you'd always remember the one you get beat over the top. I thought that's where you're going with. Shame you didn't. Anyway, carry on. Jazz is intentionally trying to get Dave to just quit the podcast. Just riling him up. Now, yeah. Oh, so I wasn't listening. What, you oh, said okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Lamar's uh, interception earlier in the game where he just lofts it up. Was it, was it Minka who got it in yeah, the end zone? Yeah. That was awful. <laughs> yeah, that was that was like Wentz. That was really, really bad. One of the worst inceptions he'll ever throw, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Was, again, I don't know TJ how to was feel about the Steelers. I kind of sneakily feel like they could just still like make the playoffs. But you could say that about so many teams right now. <laughs> yeah, think... even the Giants apparently got a chance. If the the wins go their way and they win the remaining games, they could still make the playoffs. But but I don't mean mathematically. I mean no, like I know. the Steelers. You could just well, see we're, them we're top of in the hunt. Of so in the hunt, we're the one. We're the eighth seed currently. So we're, we're just like half a game, one game behind. That can easily be overturned. The trouble we have is we've got difficult games come up, apart from maybe the Vikings. Although I might eat my words when the game gets played tomorrow yeah, night. Friday, I hope Friday morning, you'll be upset. Yes. No, I'll be pretty happy. Upset. Because everyone will see Kirk Cousins for who he is. An absolute sham of a man. Well, you Browns, Ravens. Uh, yeah. You should Speaking of Browns, uh, Ravens. I want to add this as a reminder for you, Dave, that you remember that you bet me £20 that the Browns would make it past the, uh, or make it, sorry, to the divisional round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They might not even make the playoffs. Not How are you feeling about that? Not great. No. It's more money coming my way. I'm happy about it. So it's all good. Not ideal. Um, but I'm kind of, I'm getting used to losing bets to you. Yeah, it's, so it's, it seems to be a yearly It feels comfortable. It? feels a comfortable spot. This is only 20 this year. Other than I think the Browns are going to be, if they don't win this one, I don't know what it says about them and what their chances are for the rest of the season. They really need to get this done. They're at home as well, right? Against the Who, Ravens. the plane? Yeah. The I, like, I like the Ravens to win that. Yeah, I mean, it depends which Ravens team shows up and what their injury situations like. And which Browns team like. as well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just so many coin flip games at the moment. It's like <laughs> well, none of it. None of it makes any sense. Every single week, it's like okay, I've kind of got a grip on nothing. who's good and yeah. who's not. Every week, and then we Seattle nothing. beat the 49ers. Yeah. 
And you're like, oh, wait, wait, no. But they were, the Niners were doing okay. And then Seattle are terrible. But Seattle apparently aren't terrible. Jamal Adams out for the whole of the season. He's done and dusted. Now, there's some big names have been dropping in the last few weeks. Yeah. Davis White went, obviously, for Buffalo uh, two weeks ago, was that? Yeah. After the Thursday mm-hmm. night football the game. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah as Chargers Bengals. I didn't expect the Chargers to destroy him like that. I mean, no, I especially after we'd spoken up the Bengals so much. And then Jojo Mixon suddenly fumbling all over the place. The only yeah. good thing about having Burrow and Mixon in your fancy lineup last week is I also had, this isn't in our league, this is the one I actually checked the team on, is I also had the Chargers <laughs> defense. So the Chargers defense had like 20 points. And then Jojo and Burrow still had like okay enough lines to be able to make it reasonable. And then Justin Jefferson shredding it still. Yeah. Oh my god, that boy is a monster. Oh yeah, and then the Lions, the Lions beat the Vikings. I love the Lions doing that. Oh man, it's rough being a Vikings. That is soft coverage on that final throw. That is horrendous defense. The question is now the Rams, the Rams, the Lions have got a win. Confidence might be a little bit higher. Do they keep it going with another game? Well, that's what we said about the Jets last year, didn't we? They were, when they started to then win two or three games in the last four. So I think the Lions win this week as well. Oh, have you got that is a is that a preview of your bets, Jazz? Gee, you see, you're really going to be stacking some odds, <laughs> I think. Well, it's not it's not ridiculous. In fairness, there are some uh, other ones that bring it down slightly. But do I'm you hopeful. guys want to backtrack a little bit on the Super Bowl window is wide open Bengals talk because I no. I was trying to pull you guys back from the edge a little bit does that game no, I'm change still in on that. a little bit no because they're a young okay. team that's developing so you're going to have okay. games where they're going to be more erratic and go up and down that's half the, the process but of doesn't a team gelling you, and working together but doesn't it show you that there's still a lot of you know work to do there that it's yeah we didn't say a... that it was this year they were going to win it and that's it it's a case of the window is opening okay yeah they right. have the potential and the ability and probably the personnel to be able to make a real push for it. Also, the Chargers are a bit like the Bengals in that when they get everything clicking, they're a Bang. really good football team. Yeah. So that's just a, that was just a case of one team was really in the zone last weekend and the other team wasn't quite there. What yeah. was impressive about that win was that at one point the Bengals came back and scored 20 of their own. It was 24-22. 24-22, and yeah. then the Chargers just put their foot on the gas. They pulled away. And again. then their defense started shutting down the Bengals. And the momentum, like you don't see that in many Chargers games. Like normally when the other team comes back, That's you're it. like, oh. So the Falcons. They're going to lose by, yeah, they're going to lose uh, by a field Yeah, I'm rolling over. See you later. Yeah. Mm. So that's impressive from yeah. Herbert and the team to like respond like that. Yeah, so when I saw the Bengals go back before. to 24-22, I thought, okay, the writing's on the wall here. Yeah. Herbert might not do as well as you think he's going to do down the stretch of the game. But yeah, they accelerated and did wonderfully in fairness to them. The running game was pretty good too that day. Austin Eckler's a phenomenal back there. He is. Like, multifaceted talent. Yeah. Can do everything across the across the board. You just give him uh, a few. In- I mean, him and Joe Mixon are very similar in that they can pretty much do everything really well. So Eckler's yeah. got that stocky punch, whereas Mixon's got that a bit more size. More looseness. Yeah. A better step, probably. But yeah, both of those, I think I think last weekend, actually, I know the Bengals weren't great. And I, I, I will say, obviously, I didn't see a whole lot of the six o'clock games in terms of live and on Sunday night. But that looks, from what I've seen from the games, is like that's just two teams that 
are really on the rise, really on the up and up. And it's yeah. it's more vindication of both of them are two teams that you could you should genuinely keep your eyes on. And they're fun to watch. Fundamentally, really, just really good fun to watch. Yeah, great teams. Really mm. fun to enjoy. Um, should we talk about the Patriots beating the Bills? Throwing three passes? That's embarrassing, right? That is I thought that they would beat the Bills, but I didn't think that they would do it in that fashion. With with Jones like passing so well, it is strange, isn't it? Well, the weather was terrible, wasn't it? It was the trouble. Yeah, it was the wind. Yeah. So why throw when you don't have to? I mean, I, I like what Sean McDermott came and said after the game, which was, let's not say Bill Belichick came with this wonderful, amazing plan to beat us. We had all the opportunities to beat them. We just didn't take them. Yeah, I think they, they were more... in the red zone like four or five times. Yeah, they, they, didn't, didn't, they didn't yeah. come with enough points from that. I think they started, their average drive position starting was always further on as well. So it was just the Patriots executed when it mattered and the Bills didn't. So really the Bills beat themselves as opposed to vice versa. But That's also, I really, I really rate the Patriots not putting the ball in Matt Jones's hands during that game because why would you want to make if you don't have to until you don't have to? There's no need to make a young quarterback throw it in horrendous conditions like that. I mean, you saw the tweet or the Instagram post or something like that. He'd never seen snow before going up to Orchard Park this week. <laughs> in his life, in his life, he'd never been in snow. Uh, well, where's he from? Where's Matt Jones from? South, I think. I mean, I'm assuming deep south, you know, out of Bama. Are you looking up now, Ollie? Yeah. But That's the point is, like, so he's never it. played in that. This is his first experience. I, I rate that he had the Brady scuba suit on. Did you see that? No, I missed so that. Brady started wearing a scuba suit in really cold games in Foxborough during his time in New England. Okay. So when you'd see him on the sideline with, like, the... Uh, you know, black cover all over his head and everything. That's because he was wearing a fucking full-on scuba suit underneath his gear. And then he told Brian Hoyer about it, obviously, or they spoke about it. And then Brian Hoyer told Mac Jones about it. So Mac Jones is wearing the scuba suit in Buffalo this week, which I thought was really cool. Like, it's just knowledge passing down through the Patriots QB room. The scuba all, suit. All started with Brady, basically. Um, but yeah. Uh, College Alabama. He's from Jacksonville, Florida. There we go, Mac Jones. There you go. So that's why he's never seen snow. But it like, would have been funny you're... if he saw snow for the first time and was just like a little kid or like like a dog, like trying to like like. Catch I mean, the... without a doubt, without <laughs> like a snow. doubt, that must have happened somewhere. Like he's getting off the bus. He's like, oh. <laughs> but I really like the fact that it's terrible conditions. The guy, as I say, has never even seen snow. Is definitely not prepared for playing in that. So why even make him throw unless you have to? Thing is, though, Buff- right, until Buffalo like just going back to goes seven points up, and Jazz, you don't have to Mc- start slinging it. Then the game plan goes out the window and you've got to throw it every single down if you're but seven points. Only, no, 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 no. But they only won by one score, though, Wally. That's the thing. Stop misquoting me, Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to throw the game plan out the window when you're seven points up, suddenly you've got to no, throw no. it every single play. That's Uh-oh. what you were saying last Stop week. Stop misquoting me, <laughs> you jackass. Sorry, Dave, carry on. Well, I was just saying that make a, they, a, a salient, decent point, not this absolute buffoon up on the other corner. Well, they only won by one score, so I don't think that they were ever like really comfortable where they didn't. You know, they felt like. I mean, I just think Belichick had a game plan and then just stuck to it, kind of ruthlessly, and didn't put the ball in in Mac Jones's hands. But it's not to say that they kind of they were coasting. From what no, I, I don't think I don't think they were coasting, but it's more the case of you don't need to put the ball in the 
young quarterback's hands in conditions he's not yeah. comfortable so in at all if you, if you, until you Buffalo go you know two scores up or something like that and then you're like oh no geez we need to start throwing it so no the, the conditions are terrible like we've seen it in the proper snow games when you've got like a few inches of snow down the ground and mm-hmm. everyone's saying you don't don't pass it pass it as little as possible dink and dunk if you are going to pass it don't really go for deep threats that eagles lions game back in the day a few years ago when it was really snow in philadelphia you know run 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 you've got shady mccoy if he makes one man miss in those conditions on the ground it's perfect and so i just kind of yeah i people were like surprised by it but are you that surprised by the patriots just being like well we don't need to do it yet so there's no point in doing it if we need to we'll open up the playbook to him more in these conditions and let him throw but yeah. Right now, the guy's wearing a scuba suit for the first time on an NFL yeah. field in minus conditions when it's snow snowing. For the first time. Yeah. Well, it helps when you can um, when you can trust your defense as well to only give up ten points. Yeah, and, and it was it was the perfect game. It'll be interesting to see what happens when they play each other again in two weeks if the weather's better, because yeah. it was the perfect game to beat the Bills because their running game sucks. And it really does, which is a real shame. Ever since yeah. McCoy kind of left, they've had no real. Yeah. running game so and, and even then they didn't get the like best Allen years of shady runs 150 yards himself then they're not going to do enough on the ground to win a game like that and well, it that does was... show that in january if they have to play a bad weather game watch out because they're going to get fucking beaten by somebody like the colts or another wild card team the irony of josh allen not being able to play in his home conditions <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not no, enjoying you, it either. If you're a passing QB and your whole offense is based around getting the ball to digs. Well, he's a running QB as well, not. but he hasn't got yeah. running to be. backs. I mean, what are you going to mm. do with Singletary and I don't know who who else they've got in the backfield? Zach Moss. It's just not enough. Matt Breeder. It's not enough. And Zay Moss? Zach, Zach Moss. Moss? Zach, Zach Moss. Moss. Yeah, he's a goal line guy, I think, isn't he? Well, yeah. Not ideal, really. They've Christian Wade. Put them, the, but... Get Christian Wade up. <laughs> yeah, they have well, got not? Christian Wade. Guy doesn't, the guy doesn't know how to pass block, but that's it. That's <laughs> what I've been told. You don't need to pass block if you're part of the triple Yeah, if you're just, ha- if you're just or, handing or the ball... If you ha- well, if you're just handing the ball off to him, he doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah. You have so many backs in the NFL that are very much like, oh, if he's in, they're passing. So just yeah. have that with Christian Wade. If he's in, they're running. Don't worry about it. Or if he's in, he's going on a route. Or if he's in, it's play action, but it might not be play action. Just don't ever make him pass block. Well, he still probably has to pass block or at least fake well enough that he gets hit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, just wait till next year's draft when the Bills take a running back in the first round because they lose the division to the Patriots this year. That's what's going to happen. It was so such a fleeting. The Bills are in ascension in the AFC East. Oh, they're taking over the division. They could still beat the Patriots in two weeks' time, but I think they're still going to lose that division. So like, yeah, right. and we all know the Falcons are going to beat the Bills in three weeks' time. <laughs> Nailed on. So Guaranteed. I can't wait. I can't wait for yeah. your one bet that week. To when be you're down Falcons. to one it bet, is, and it has to be that, bet. and it'll be over. You know, I'll get the odds on that for sure. Oh, t- 100% yeah, definitely. You will, yeah. To be honest, I'd let you do it even if it wasn't because I'd still bet the Bills. <laughs> I'll do it. Do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, you're so Gardner, I was going to say Gardner Minshew. You about to say the same thing, Dave? Yeah. Yeah. So should be the starting QB for the Eagles. Ollie, please discuss. There's no statement's done. It's over. That's it. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, no. I don't know how much you don't like Jalen Hurts. I, I really like... liked 
Minshew when he was in uh, Jacksonville. In Jacksonville, yeah. So I'm super happy if he could find a home I didn't, with the Eagles. I didn't like him in Jacksonville. I didn't like the Minshew mania naffness. I hate the kind of pageantry and like, oh, he's got a mustache. That makes him cool. That was fun, dude. Come on. Oh, it was, yeah, it was the so only fun. fun thing well, you know what's yeah, fun? I remember Ollie's an Eagles fan. Doesn't like fun. That is what, so no, like... what's, what's fun is winning football games and the Eagles don't do that, but Garner Minshew does. That's <laughs> yeah, what I care about. Shave the tash, shave your head, go full uh, Jeff Garcia, just, Baby face, skinhead. We'll take that. I think Jeff Garcia did that because he had to, though, rather than doing it because he decided to. No, yeah. I mean, he's a, well, he always was. Well, even when he was with the Niners, he was yeah. full skinhead. So, I mean, telling someone who's got hair and a moustache decided to shave it all off and make themselves bald like someone who was naturally bald seems a bit of a silly one. Look, Miles Sanders came back last week, actually had the ball in his hands again, which is great. Um, Dallas running game an actual storming game but you know what is like quietly one of the best tight ends in the league he's great oh god it's been there for ages i mean this is the unbelievable three straight tight ends in a row with uh, brent brent selleck was a under the radar actually really high quality tight end zach ertz was then came up behind selleck they got rid of selleck ertz took over ertz unbelievable at one point was up there with the best top three i would say 100 percent in the did league. you guys did you and then did got a, draft all the all three of those guys? Yeah. Did you like the Pittsburgh Steelers kind of the wide tight receivers ends. like for tight yeah. ends or Yeah. It's impressive. Well they gotta draft something right, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even argue with that. That's so annoying. Yeah, I know. I've got nothing. <laughs> I felt like I set you up for that. I really didn't mean to. Yeah, that was, that was lovely, Dave. Thank you. That was a real alley oop. <laughs> I didn't mean to I could see Jazz licking his lips just before he said that. He was salivating. That's how easy oh, I was. Oh, I got so excited. But I haven't mentioned anyone's names, of course, or any particular positions you you've been to. telling need, We all know. Drafting, it's fine. But, yeah, it's you know. all good. How, how long is Hertz out for then? How long have we got Minshew for? Not long I enough. I think he's back this week, isn't he? Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not long enough. I don't. I do uh, not understand how you're going to drop a quarterback that's won a game throwing a really good game of football. Yeah, that that is moronic. Absolutely because moronic. You, you'd have Hertz as your number one QB. You don't want to start too much of a, an absolute quarterback controversy straight off the. There bat. already is a quarterback yeah. controversy because no, there already is because Jalen Hurts can't throw a football. Jalen Hurts throws four interceptions the previous week and can't literally can't throw a football to a receiver to save his life ninety percent of the time. And Garner Minshew comes in and throws for like eighty above eighty percent or something oh, ridiculous. So there is already a quarterback uh, quarterback controversy, and to be honest, it's already over. Garner Minshew should be starting this week without a doubt, and it should be it a be straight run and shoot. If Hurts is out. And Minshew starts again and they win again. And he, he has another game like that. That starts to put pressure on. Real pressure on. There's already pressure on now. I don't understand what you're thinking. No, no, but there's pressure now. But it's like it's one game. It's a flash what's in the pan. What's Bloody his Mike contract, White had Minshew? one flash in the pan game. And Imagine he then it's like shit a... the pan the next one. Minshew contract. Because if, if he's on a one-year contract, that guy's going to get paid as the best backup in the league next year, isn't he? I don't probably think he... some QB needy QB needy teams will probably look at him and say, oh, that's I, fucking, I think he's feel, I think he's only so on a better if you had him on your side, wouldn't you? I think he's only on a one year deal with Philly. Take him um, over Mason Rudolph. Just having a look. Because he was on a four year deal with Jacksonville. His current contract no, is six seven seven K. Was he traded or released from Jacksonville? I think he was released from Jacksonville, wasn't he? If he's released, then it could be a one year deal. If he was traded, it'll be the same as his rookie contract. No, I think we signed him as a free agent this year. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd have taken Joe Flacco. We had Joe Flacco as the back. I'd have taken Flacco over Hurts at, at this point in the season anyway. Minshew, I didn't that think Minshew a... was that good. Minshew was like fun to watch at times. He was better when he actually stood in a pocket and threw than the kind of Ooh, wild scrambly Minshew. Minshew, when he, like like all quarterbacks, if they've got an okay arm and use mobility secondary, then that's fine. And Like Russell yeah. Wilson. And I, you can't get too excited about beating the Jets. No. You, like you can't get no, too excited about it. No. And it wasn't like you blew the them out completely either. He might no, just but be Minshew's kind of... play was the best thing was about wonderful. that game. It was really good. Yeah, yeah it was really so good. So you, yeah. you can, but, you can but these guys Jets had a kicker. That. Like Tyler Heineke on his day can like shred. He almost beat the Bucks in the playoffs but, last year. But he is still flawed. So I don't yeah. think Gardner Minshew's going to suddenly become like a franchise quarterback. Gardner Man, Minshew, Terry Moore, and Hurts. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's a quarterback that can throw. It, this is. It's like the whole world has got caught up in this insane narrative of. You know, the mobile quarterback is the best thing. And I will just always come down to, okay, name me the mobile, like the run first quarterback that's won a Super Bowl. It doesn't exist. It just doesn't exist. Yet. Yeah, but it it, it doesn't. And it, con- and it continues not to. So we're, we're, we're okay until it happens. And I will still say that until Lamar Jackson works on his arm, he won't win a Super Bowl. So which QBs in the league currently do you say run first, apart from Jackson? Lamar, Kyler Murray, to some extent. Ooh, I think Murray's actually got Murray's got better with his arm, but Murray in the first few years in the league in particular was very much run first, scrambly mobile. First year definitely because he didn't have as many weapons around him. Second year when he got D Hop, that changed. Uh, Fields in Chicago, definitely run first. He's not pocket Again, quarterback. Again, the trouble with him is weapons. It's game planning. They don't know how Matt for Nagy's sure, but he's still but he's still a he's by no he's more accomplished as a runner than he is a, as a passer. I'd give you that. Yeah. Uh, and I would argue... You would have Murray, had Josh Allen, of course, before. Kyler Murray no, is that. Really that. Well, you probably can, seeing as he got beat on home soil against the Patriots that didn't have to throw. That shows a fair bit about Josh For Allen's me, arm ability at the moment. Um, not really. In horrible weather conditions, you've restated. <laughs> Look, let me have this one. All right. <laughs> I mean, those, I those at the moment... Taysom um, Hill, maybe, front first QB? Well, he's not a QB. That's yeah, the difference. The, the difference well. with Taysom Hill is that he's not a quarterback. Um, who's the? Did ladder? you see that uh, interception? By the way, I don't know, don't know the player's first name, but number thirty Brown in that Saints Cowboys game, the one he had at the, the sideline, he jumped and dove for it and somehow got his feet in bounds. No, I don't recall that one. I'm afraid. Oh, it was such a good interception. I feel um, really dirty saying that about a Cowboys play, but it was so good. Who's the lad in uh in San Francisco? Trey Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance again. He is so much of an arm second to his mobile ability. I mean, he's not really playing though, is he? No, he's not. But I just mean like... He's not a starting Niners, Niners so... fans. Niners fans are saying that's the future, drop Garoppolo, all that kind of stuff. And it's like... Yeah, which is fine. They can be they can be as deluded as they like to be. But at the same time... Yeah. Uh, you've got Kazee, Watkins, Curse and Diggs as your interceptors for the Cowboys. No Brown. Oh, who's 30 then? Number 30. Uh, what I love is that this is great. Great That's listening, awesome. isn't it? Having someone yeah. just look at something on the computer. What number is the Dallas number guy? Uh, well, it doesn't matter. Whoever it was, I may be going the number wrong from memory, if I'm honest. But I'm yeah, pretty you, sure it's number 30. You've got the number the, wrong. 
but the one that was I don't know which Anthony Brown is number thirty, but he didn't have an interception. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Of, keep saying. Maybe he had a hell of a bat down, Jazz. Maybe that's what you. Maybe that's what I'm remembering. Jaron Curse is number thirty-two. Did you see Michael Gallup's touchdown as well in the corner? No, it was tasty. That was a very, very delicious catch. The only thing I'm quite pleased about is that the Cowboys didn't destroy the New Orleans Saints. In that, that's a bad Saints team, and the Cowboys like won easily, but also it wasn't like a complete destruction. Yeah, yeah, ten point game. Like the Saints were never really in it, but the Cowboys didn't blow them out of the water or anything like that, which makes me still think that there's a great amount of fallibility in that team. I completely agree. Playoffs. I do think that the Cowboys still won't win the division. I think that the Washington football team or those plucky little eagles that seem you to be making still a bit think of a Washington's in a chance. No, I'm not giving, I'm not giving Washington. Them and the that. Eagles have got just as good a chance as anyone. I was surprised by Washington against Vegas last week. I didn't see any of that one, to be honest, I have to say. But I, I really don't understand the Raiders. No, they're, it's, I mean, they've just been through so much turmoil, haven't they? You think that, that turmoil sometimes galvanises and gives the squad a real good reason to play almost out their skin a bit more, you know? Yeah. Um, Hunter Renfro's been playing really well as well since, uh, you know. He's been playing great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe not talk yeah. about that one as much. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a strange thing. But that's, try, said try putting so the brakes on Hunter can't... Renfro at this point, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we could say that to so many teams, couldn't we? That we just don't know what they're doing and how they're going to be in week to week. What, which one, which version of the team is going to show up? I feel sorry for the Saints fans having had Drew Brees for so many years, and now you've got Jameis the pick machine, and then Taysom Hill becomes the pick machine. Okay, and Tony so Simeon hasn't really a. Uh, who are the who are the teams that are done at this point? Let's go NFC East right now. The Giants many, are over. Giant well, the Giants still could be in it, but they're out. They're over. Saquon Barkley doesn't look like Saquon Barkley. That is Saquon really Barkley sad. Looks broken. Yeah. Yeah. Like great potential. But again, is it game planning? Is it is it is it down to the defensive line? There's lots of other things. Is it injuries? With the running yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, completely. But I mean, with running backs, it's not just um, for cut sure and dry, is it? No, definitely not. But it's it's just quite sad that that was a guy that in potential potentially could have been like a next Adrian Peterson kind of absolute monster. Yeah, well, and, Barry Sanders almost he had that sort of little shiftiness to him. Not mm. as good as old Barry, but you know he had some. Uh, uh, had some the, NF- the NFC North. I mean, the, the Lions the NF- are out. The NFC is such a disgrace. The Bears. Yeah, the, are li- gone. the Lions are out. The, the Bears shouldn't be but they're only a game off the Vikings. If you're saying the Vikings are still in the hunt, then you have to argue that yeah, the they are. Yeah, they are, just mathematically, well. but I don't think they'll be anywhere near it at the end. Yeah, maybe. I'm honest. In the South, they, they, of course, the I mean, the, the, Vikings, and... the Vikings should be. That's the trouble, is that they should be. Every every week of their offense maybe looks okay. The defense is disastrous. Obviously, the Dalvin Cook situation of him not being healthy again just doesn't help anything Matheson's a very able replacement. He's able, but he isn't... There's not the same intimidation not factor. Good, but he's not... It's not like you're going from, but defense lines up with Mattison there, and you're not like you're more you're still willing to really crowd that line of scrimmage. You're not as worried about either making some somebody getting made to miss or anything like that compared to Dalvin Cook, whose ability to find space in some gaps is ridiculous and has great power as well. Yeah, Mattison is like Cook Cook light, so you're yeah. still willing to be hyper aggressive. Like Diet on that. Coke rather than Cook. Yeah, yeah, but it's still think... it's still a decent beverage. 
Oh, it's a del- I mean, I, some people prefer Diet Coke to regular Coke. Some people do. I'm one of them too. I don't know how some people Coke say cucumbers is. taste better pickled jazz, so, you know. I mean, they definitely do. Um, <laughs> so the okay. NFC South, the... I mean, they're all in it. that because the they're Falcons are at five wins, aren't they? Yeah, they're all five and seven, five and seven, five and seven, and the Bucks nine and three. So Bucks obviously, uh, obviously winning that division yeah. by a country mile. Tom Brady's MVP five as well. And seven, they're not out of it completely. Although I do think that all three of them are actually out of it. Now Philadelphia are in at six and seven, six and seven. So all of those teams are hundred percent still in the hunt. They're still in it, but I don't think they're in it. If that makes sense. They shouldn't be in it. Yeah, yeah. They're not good enough to really be in it, but they're in it. I don't think they'll be there at the end. So I, the, I would happily put the Dunn stamp on those three. So the and then the NFC West, Arizona, the Rams, the Niners, the Seahawks. I mean the Seahawks, Seahawks are, are out. The, the Niners, Niners the Rams. you can't trust the Niners at all, man. It's you can't just... trust the Rams either. Yeah, that's worrying. I might have to fall <laughs> off my Stafford for MVP thing. Yeah, I think it might unless be he fine. unless he puts on a clinic in these last few games. I don't think it's going to happen somehow. I mean, it feels a bit like Dave and the Meadow at the minute, doesn't it? It feels like Dave needs to get out of that Baker Mayfield Meadow. And I Ollie want Matt needs Stafford to, to fail. Stafford. <laughs> and Holly needs to get off that MVP. That was a good time to rejoin. It was. Uh, yeah. I mean, just talking Dom's about like... Dom's literally which... ruining podcasts now. We joke. And now she's ruining podcasts. There was no joke. None of us have said any jokes except for you about that, Dom. Yeah. We're all really upset inside. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Even though it died, yeah, it's right. good. <laughs> Even though it died, it's uh, it's good. Just saying. Yeah, just throwing it out there. Just uh What are you talking about? You're talking about MVP conversation. Well, it might be time to get it's Ollie Brady. off the it's MVP definitely Brady. Matt Stafford. Give it to it's Brady. time for Dave to get off the Mayfield Meadow. That's what we're talking about. Oh, the Mayfield uh, Meadow has been burnt. It's been torched. Yeah, no, now, but he hasn't got off it yet. He's right. still there. Not, He's still I'm burning. Like, yeah, I'm not completely out on it, but uh, it's not looking not looking great. It's, it's one of the biggest disappointments of the season for me. I was really hoping it'd be good. Yeah, it cost you money as well. It's even better. Yeah. No, we were, we were talking yeah. about which teams are, are done or not. Oh, okay. So the Niners, I don't... What do you reckon? Tell me. The Niners, I don't trust, the, but then uh, the NFC the is just so messy. Yeah, the Giants are gone. The Lions AFC's are gone. The AFC is more messy, I think. The Bears, the Bears are, are gone. gone. The whole of the NFC South is in the game. But I, I think they're all out of it apart from the Bucks. I think they're all useless. Yeah, totally agree. But if it's divisional games coming up towards the end of the year as well, as it always Look, is. I know. I they're all going to just beat each other. They're all just going to beat each other. It doesn't mean anything. Like, no way. No way. So I don't know. And then Seattle are like, Seattle are out of it. But Seattle the Niners, out. like you don't trust the Niners. No. The Rams are weird. The Rams are really weird. Well, the, Rams Arizona are, just... the Rams will get in, but whether they can win a game in January. No Colt idea. McCoy should get MVP, by the way, for stepping in in Arizona and just carrying them on like good victories. <laughs> Did you just say that? Colt McCoy, MVP. Colt most valuable, McCoy for MVP. Most valuable place. He's come in, got the job done. Whatever you're smoking, Ali. With I an was. amazing team around him, yeah. <laughs> Colt I McCoy. think you might have been able to go in there and win that game, Ollie, to be honest. If you were playing cornerback, I might be. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I'll get off that. I don't, I, it felt dirty. I didn't really enjoy that. That's all right. No, I did, you lie, you loved but it. I did like it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I liked it a little bit. Yeah, so I think that for me, like the, the like current division leaders in the NFC, plus Eagles are Washington, the 49ers are the Rams, I think three of those four teams are going to be the wild cards. That's my so, feeling. So the NFC's got the powerhouses. The AFC like looks kind of has chaos. Yeah, it's kind of bottom heavy. I don't think anybody ever uses that. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Where like not, they're all the same. They're all but, very stacked and similar. But I mean the wild card team. Unless you're in Jacksonville or Houston. Yeah, they're gone. Everyone else is really in the hunt still. But like the and when the I say bottom heavy, I mean the the wild card teams in the AFC that could sneak in, like the Colts, are like really fun to watch, and they could do some damage. You could see them beating a good team. But in the NFC, like whoever kind of gets in that last place, if it's like some trash bag team like the Falcons or like the even Eagles Washington, Washington, like you're not going to get that excited about them, are you? Like, I don't, I don't know. think there are They're many gonna that lose. you're going to get excited about aside from the divisional leaders in the N- NFC. That's the trouble. Like well, the, 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 the Rams, the Rams, yeah. the Rams are the only one for me. The Niners, that quite clearly with a six and six rating after 13 weeks, are not. A contender for a Super Bowl, surely. Again, they had some bad injuries at the start. Now that people are getting healthy again, they are starting to show themselves as actually having a team that's. But then got they just lost Debo Samuel, who like so much of the offense was based around for a bit. When's he back? Debo Samuel. Yeah. Things back this week. Is he the Forty Niners are rapidly becoming like Arsenal in like the kind of like mid to like late two thousand kind of like. <laughs> Hey, like we were, were good. just constantly injured, you know, and yeah. their their trainers were like, it was like a national joke how bad Arsenal's like physio yeah. team was. Mm. It's getting like that for the 49ers. Like every year, key injuries on both sides of the ball. And we're always like, oh, what could be if the 49ers could only field like 22 players? I mean, that was the thing with last year when they obviously didn't do anything to get back to where they were the year before. I think Nick Bosch's injury was the biggest shift in that well, D-line because he was but they had nine so much. starters, I think, at one point. Yeah, no, completely. But I think Nick Bosch's injury and his loss was the biggest one that had the biggest impact because mm-hmm. from a D-line point of view, they well, they got rid of DeForest Bunkner that year as well, didn't they? Mm-hmm. So you had, before you had Bunkner and you had Armstead Arms- and you had Bosa. I can't remember who Didn't he go side. to the Saints as well? Who? Didn't they get rid of him? Who? Armstead. No, he's still at the 49ers. Okay. You had Frank Clark, D Ford? Frank Clark. D, no, Frank D Ford. Clark. D Ford. Who then got traded, I think. To the Chiefs, right? No, Frank Clark's at the Chiefs. Okay. <laughs> Getting confused here. Anyway. Um, that D line was explosive. I think Nick Bosa added that extra little spice that was needed, and it's he was when he's playing again. You can see the difference he makes. Oh, talking of defensive lines, Jazz. Don't want to take you off that too much, but do you think do you think TJ Watt has got a real shot, even though he's missed some time? How can he not? He's lost. Yeah. He's missed two and a half games. He leads the leads league in sacks yeah. by by two. And if he'd had the other two games, he'd have. And say so he got two more sacks than that, he'd be in 18 and a half sacks. Yeah. With four games left to play to break the previous single season sack record of 22 and a half. Or match it as his brother did. So this, the trouble you have with the extended seasons and the extra games is all it means all records before it yeah. aren't as good because, yeah. or the new record sets, sorry, aren't as good because it's, it's not true comparison. However, he has a really good shot at actually breaking that single season sack record in 16 games in the 17 game season. 
So though it might be asterisked as a new single season record with an extra game, he might break it within the 16 games he would have had otherwise. Uh-huh. I mean, OJ Simpson ran for 2,000 yards in a 14-game season. That's which so is crazy. It's greatest yeah. ever. So, I mean, from my point of view, I don't understand how you can't give it to him. But I thought that last year when he led in every statistical category he could lead in, in pressures and hits and hurries and sacks, there's nothing else he could have done. And yet they still gave it to Aaron Donald, who was nowhere near as well. Not nowhere as near. Don's obviously a very good player. But statistically, <laughs> he didn't have... Well, that's magnanimous of you. Well, I'm he's trying quite, to be, he's trying quite to be even. He's football, isn't trying he, that Aaron Donald? Um, but he didn't have the statistics to back up a defensive player of the year category. It's almost like yeah. the writers thought, oh, we'll just give it to him, which is just a cop-out. Yeah, I agree. It should have been his last year. So hopefully he does get it this year. And I don't so he think should have been this, this on, year. He should be a two-time DPO. Out of, out of curiosity, who is on 14 sacks then if he's on 16? I think Miles Garrett is. Uh, yeah, Miles oh, yeah, Garrett. But he 14. got most of his in the beginning of the season. He yeah, got like he five and a half sacks in one game. Yeah. Yeah. Off. That'll do it. Nick Bosa's on 12. Just, sorry, just still on the 49ers D line. He's missed some time this year as well. Mm, 12 games this season, though. Missed one game, I think. Um, so, yeah, so the NFC, uh, sorry, the AFC, Jets are out. Miami aren't anything. Miami are just nothing. No, Don't Bills and Patriots put the playoffs from there. So the Bengals are great. The Ravens will drop off the end of the season. The AFC season. North is a mess, isn't it? So my prediction is what happened last year is that the Ravens are going to drop off again. Like, they were found out back end of last year. Yeah. Ravens will get found out again back end of this year. Life will be a lot tougher for them. Bengals take the division. Maybe Pittsburgh sneak in front of them. Maybe. Is it right. Deontay Washington we're, we're, that's we're got that... Wash has got an insane like two drops in however many Dante Johnson. Yeah. yeah. And Najee Harris has had zero fumbles and like two hundred and eighty touches or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, you keep banging the Najee Harris drum. I mean he he's really good. Amazing. He's not I don't think he's amazing. I think he's a really good rookie running back. He'll be done in two years once you don't have a quarterback for the next three and you overwork him. Yeah. Ollie, you're going, you're you, going down the Bears you... route. What are you talking about the Ravens dropping off at the end of last year? Because I was like, that doesn't sound right. And they won no, like because, five no, straight at the end of no, the year. No, it was more the everybody found out what they were play calling. Do you not oh, remember okay. the whole thing around last year that like defences were lining up and being like, we know what Lamar's doing. It was just right, difficult okay. to stop him. So I think that, that was the what I was going I with. see. Sorry, they just they won like five games in the the regular season to get into the playoffs. So oh, like, Lamar really has strong. the highest winning percentage of any player ever in December. It's like ninety-two percent, something like that. It's going to fall off a cliff this year, <laughs> <laughs> according to you. So it won't happen then. Yeah, yeah I, probably. I, I can see. The Bengals see my bets. <laughs> pipping there and getting the division out of the Ravens, but Ravens will be a wild card team. The Steelers might get the third spot possibly, but I don't see it happening given the the teams you have to play. However, if you beat the Ravens again, that's a big kind of loss for them. So possible but i would i wouldn't say we're done but i'd happily put a fork in us at the same time fair enough so fork in your own team. which is it then you're straddling the fence um, oh, i'm i'm getting on. my butt real sore on this fence i'm okay about it i'll be yeah. here probably until week 17 when it becomes really clear because he knows he knows that he's going to be able to be like well i never really properly backed them did i or be like yeah i always thought there was a chance yeah, yeah, yeah i'm whatever. taking the ollie wilson view of things puss <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to add that after you said that. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Uh, Browns, Browns aren't doing anything. 
Unless that defense no, steps they're, up. They're, I think no, they're finished. No, I think so. They just look like a team on the slide now. It's Isn't it insane that Browns would have taken like a couple of years ago a six and six season at this point? They'd have like yep. bitten your hand off for. And now I it's know like, it's expectations oh, is though, isn't it? You know, you have a year like they did last year and then a win in the playoffs against their rivals and the talent they've got. Like there should there should be expectations. It's very uh People should be held accountable and Baker Mayfield shouldn't be quarterbacking that team. No. Uh, the Colts are still crazy good when they want to be. Titans have got such a huge ceiling. Jackson yeah, Colts Titans get into the playoffs from there. From yeah, for sure. Especially just because the rest of that division is such a garbage. Oh, one. but then there's the AFC West too, isn't there? Denver are still lingering. Chiefs. You don't know what the Ravens are doing. Kansas. Kansas still aren't that great, but they're yeah, the travesty they managed to get back to top of that division. It's an absolute so travesty. quickly as well. I know. So like two week turnaround. Like oh, by the way, we're here again. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, it says a lot about those other teams that they haven't been able to kind of take advantage of the Chiefs being bad on offense for one year. Well, it's because they're also not very complete teams, are they? The Broncos really need a better quarterback. Yeah, and not injuries. The Raiders needed to have less turmoil year, and the Chargers. Are so up and down. The Chargers should be the ones leading that division. By it should be the mile. Yeah, it's the Chargers that should be disappointed. You're right. The other two teams are kind of pretenders anyway. Like, yeah. But yeah, the Chargers should be annoyed. Yeah. And they could still go and win the, that division, but I don't know. It just feels like the Chiefs, the Chiefs have won four or five in a row. It just feels like they're just going to win building. this week and then, you know, they'll just take care of business. They'll win that division by one or two games in the end, I think. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater is still the 16th best passing quarterback in the league. It's not like he's terrible. No, in terms of his rating, is he lighting the league up? That's that's literally the from around the NFL. That's literally the Andy Dalton scale. Yeah, I mean 16th is literally it. But like you, but the point is, you you could have a really, you could have a really good, you could have a really good team around him, and Bridgewater would probably be able to like steer him through. So I wouldn't necessarily say it's all on Teddy Bridgewater. What's going on in? In terms of like you highlighted, no, mainly I'm not, a not saying that. I also said injuries too. Yeah, and not trading away your best defensive player probably didn't help. Or maybe not. Maybe it's not the best defensive player now. I think Justin Simmons is the best defensive player now. In fairness, they've got a potential nice little ceiling as well in Denver. They've acquired some decent young talent in the last few years. But yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, that. I don't know who you can really write off in that division. Well, in the whole of the NFL, I think there's what three or four teams you said that were definitely done. The rest of them are all mathematically in the in the hunt. Okay, so looking at it right now, just who would you want your playoff teams to be? In the NFC, I take all the division leaders: the Packers, the Bucks, the Cardinals. I don't really want the Cowboys in there, but the Cowboys. Like I said, I think you take the Rams, the Niners. I don't really want the Vikings in there. <laughs> but it'd be the Vikings or Eagles or Washington. I think Washington. Because Washington have got a chance to do something on their day. But they're, mm. they're also like, unless they let Heineke kind of loose a little bit. When he plays loose, he's really fun. He's like kind of... Yeah, that's why I think it's fun. Light, you just never know what you're going to do with them. Yeah. So, I mean, I... Ha- yeah, but they're all, they also can be quite boring, and, and crap. Yeah, but sometimes and it's fun to watch a team get absolutely murdered in the playoffs. I'd rather see a close game though. 
I don't really like seeing murder bowls in the playoffs unless know, you know it's your team. Yeah, it makes it. it makes having an additional team in the playoffs utterly pointless if they just get immediately blown out. But there's, there's quite often you think about it. There's lots of times in the past where it actually would have been pointless anyway because the seventh team isn't good enough. However, there's lots of times when in the other conferences where the seventh team would have been good enough. Like I think that historically, the when they were talking about that, the Steelers were the seventh seed sort of five out of seven or eight years, wherever it was. Yeah. And we had a very good team that could have done something in the playoffs, which is not me trying to be um, kind of biased towards my own team. But at the but same it time, it does help. <laughs> it helps you remember it as well. But it, it's it's a case of you don't want to get rid of teams that do have a chance to do something. But at the same time, you're going to have years where you're going to have a sixth team that's useless. Much like we've had other times when the, the division winner has been useless. Like the eight and eight Eagles. Mm. I refuse to remember that time, Jazz. I refuse to remember that. You know, we could still get terrible division winners, even with the uh, expanded playoffs, right? Yeah. So, but the, yeah, I mean, you're right because it's going to be fun having, like, you want all three of these teams in the playoffs, and you want a fourth, I would argue as well. But one of them is going to miss out. You want the Chargers, you want the Bengals, you want the Bills, and then you want the Colts, really for fun and because they could win a game. So only, I think you've still got a good playoff kind of race at the end of the season. And then the Steelers and the Raiders, are, you know, like the Browns aren't out either. So you've got, yeah, they wouldn't be terrible to, teams. To be happy about, especially so with the division games at the end of the year as well. Exactly. I quite like so, that. so I think the AFC playoff picture, even though we've got the extra spot is still going to be close and competitive rather than yeah. the NFC is kind of, who has to, like, there's going to be a really bad team that gets in. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. Where there's like the AFC, it feels like if you can get there, then you deserve it out of those like, you know, six, seven teams. It's just funny how things stuff. change, isn't it? Every year, well, every year, every so often it flip flops between a strong NFC or a strong AFC. I mean, you've got teams that are the juggernauts or the teams that are all beating each other, as we have this year in the AFC, where everyone's got very similar records. Aside from the Jets and the the Texans and the Jaguars. I would like, I don't know if we can, could the, the Cowboys could play the Eagles. Let's say the Eagles sneak into that seven spot, depending on how things shake out, then the Cowboys could play the Eagles in. Cowboys have to be the second seed. Okay. They're not going to get that really, are they? Probably. That would be rough. Yeah, because that would be fun. Unless that's the where I'd like to put the Eagles the in there. That's the only way. Cowboys. That's the only way Philly would have weekend. a chance in the playoffs as well, because Green Bay, Tampa, and Arizona would murk them. Whereas at least a divisional game, there's like a bit more half yeah. a chance. That's what I'm saying. It'd be fun. Yeah. It'd be fun. I heard the word murk for a while, Ollie. That's a nice blast in the past. Thank you. Rio Ferdinand coming out, bringing it back, bringing it back. Murked him. I'm not going to go pardon you on it. <laughs> yeah, don't want to do Pardew. <laughs> Not a Pardew. I think I take Carlton Cole. Don't do Carlton Cole either. I, th- I think I take Dallas, Green Bay, Tampa, Arizona. I don't want to see Dallas in it, but like it's going to happen. No, no one does. Yeah. And yeah. then the Rams, the Eagles, and the Vikings. Because I think the Vikings on if if everything uh, the Vikings are so similar to some of those teams. Of like if everything just clicks, then they can play really well. And they yeah, but they're losing this week, so upset. it's not a great start for their playoff push. Well, apparently so. <laughs> and then New England, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Tennessee, Indy, Chargers. 
AFC is going to be good. AFC is yeah. going to be really fun. AFC. I think that'd be really weekend. fun playoff pitch. I think you'll see some. I think you'll see. Yeah, I think you'll see some some silly stuff happen on wildcard weekend in the AFC. Right, silly stuff. Yeah, because usually do... the wildcard weekend is my best weekend to bet in. I've, the last two years, I've won the fourfold twice. It's a great weekend for drinking. Saturday games. Yeah. Mm. It's going to get. I'm going to go down to Cardiff. It's going to get tasty, loose, tasty, and loose. Oh, and we can play. Very Dave's loose. favorite playoff game of guess the height and weight. Guess the height and weight. Smart. Come down to Cardiff. <laughs> Get involved. I'm okay. Well, you might be covering the games, Ollie. Hopefully, so uh, hopefully you don't probably, come to Cardiff. Probably not, probably not the wildcard games. I don't no. think I'll be doing those. No. All right. Um, let's do some bets. Uh, okay. Let's go silly. I'm going really silly, so let's just get this out of the way straight away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Divisional game. I'm taking the Raiders to beat the Chiefs. Uh, I'm taking the Ravens to beat the Browns. I'm taking the Falcons to beat the Panthers. I'm taking nice. the Texans to beat the Seahawks. I'm taking Oof. the Jets to beat the Saints. And I'm taking the what? Giants to beat the 10.5 spread That's at four six six underdog four hundred and thirty to one. Fucking hell, Ollie! Jesus, <laughs> give me a break. You'll eat your words on Monday. <laughs> what was the second last one you said? Because I missed that because I was so bowled over by the other nonsense. What, Texans, Seahawks? Seahawks are trash, man. Um, the the Jets, Jets, to win? Jets to beat the Saints. Okay, yeah, that one. I did look at that one. What makes fair, you think the but... Saints are any good? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I, I nearly went And do you the trust the Chargers? A 10.5 spread? I don't trust the Chargers with a 10.5 spread. Like, I'll take the Giants on that. So you're taking the spread on that, or you're taking the Giants to win the game? No, I'm taking the spread. 10.5 Giants. Oh. Yeah. It should take the oh, Giants to is... win. Is that one of the biggest ones we've had? 400 something? I've never had one that big. That's yeah, massive. that's pretty big. It's yeah, pretty big. big. You're just so... Kind of me and you are just them. on different planets. It's just... Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter so to me. Worse. It just doesn't matter so I'll, to me. I'll, tell, I'll give you my six team next, and we'll hear Dave's uh, his uh, new three team. You might as well have just flicked a pound coin in a wishing well. And like, That's kind of what I did. Oh, I, I, just... hope I, I hope I get a new Transformer this year for Christmas. <laughs> It's on my list. I've got more Which chance of getting. Want? I've got more chance of getting a transformer than I do of that bet coming off. <laughs> I, I bet it's under four hundred and thirty to one that my mum and dad have bought me a transformer toy for Christmas. <laughs> They've gone I mean, down to Optimus Primark to get you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. nice. I like that. Ollie liked that. My dad so won't get it, and he'll 16. just bring a freaking bumblebee nest into my room on Christmas Day morning. <laughs> So this is what you wanted. You've been drinking. Oh, shit. Classic dad at Christmas. Uh, let's do. Come on, Jess. What's your bet? Sorry. Sorry. Sixteens. Steelers to beat the Vikings because we want to try and keep that Thursday night curse pissing it off. Mm. Ravens to beat the Browns because Mayfield's crap. We're taking the charges to beat the spread of ten and a half because the Giants aren't starting Daniel Jones or Mike Glennon at QB. Those seem like very good reasons to take the 10.5 spread in the favour of the Giants, to be honest. Yep. Uh, the Bengals <laughs> to beat the 49ers. Bit of a coin flip game. The Lions to beat the spread of 7.5 against the Broncos. Not sure they're going to win, but, you know. Yep. Frisky. Frisky. Keep it going. And then the Raiders, plus 9.5 against the Chiefs. That got me 72 to 1. Pussy. Nice. Respectable. <laughs> So weak, Jess. You want to hear something that isn't I feel terrible now. I feel like I've got to go back to the drawing board and do something <laughs> different. It's ridiculous. 
What, 70? What, you're going double figures to one? Unbelievable. I thought you were a gambler, not a chump. You might as well just put three teams on like old Chumpzilla over here. Old Chump winner over here. That is true. You are three pounds richer than any of us in terms of winnings yeah. this season so far on this. Sitting well, rolling podcast, deep yes. in penny sweets. Right, so you got? Mind, then. I want to hear your... What's going to lose teams? this week, Dave? Atlanta Falcons plus two and a half. Seattle Seahawks minus seven and a half. They're getting things back on track and the Texans suck. And then I've got the Raiders as well, Jazz, plus nine and a half. Because it's a divisional game and they always play tight against the Chiefs and the Chiefs... I mean, this will probably be the week where the Chiefs' like offense actually shows up. Lights out. But nine and a half is a tasty spread. So yeah. I couldn't turn that down. And I've got a whopping seven and a half to one. Big so I'm stacking wins, baby. I'm Mate, coming back put, with a four bet next week. If you put this win together with your last win, your double yeah. figures, double digit earnings, baby. Baby. I'm on my way to buy half a pint. <laughs>